Hello and welcome to the Showcase for Life Sciences podcast. I'm here with next episode, uh, which is a little bit special. Last year there was a scientific conference in Zagreb, the 32nd International Conference on Wood Science and Technology. And I attended uh, this conference with my colleagues and recorded our presentations. So I have the possibility to share with you the audio. However, because I faced problems with recording the audio in big lecture hall with speakers, the quality of my records is bad. Uh, so finally I was able to use only records of two presentations. So I can share with you parts of my presentation dealing with mycelium-based biocomposites from recycled wood. And then presentation of Tadei Zaharam that is focused on durability of exterior coating systems. I hope that uh, the information will be interesting for you and again sorry for not having ideal sound quality. They are composite materials from lignocellulosic, main, uh, mainly particles from wood or fibers but no adhesive is used for connecting of these uh, particles because um, for interconnecting of these particles we are using mycelia. And during this production process of mycelium-based composites there are several crucial steps. Uh, for instance, humidity of the substrate because fungi need uh, moisture uh, or duration of the growing phase and also composition of uh, substrate. And there is uh, one problem uh, in the composition of uh, substrate of uh, products that are currently on the market or also that other research teams are using um, this, um, this substrate with addition of uh, seeds uh, like, like uh, wheat, wheat or oat, these grains, they contain lower sugars and if it's obvious when um, there is uh, such, um, such, nu such nutrition, mycelia is growing faster. So it's worth it, let's say, um, to use this. However, I really don't uh, think that uh, this is uh, smart to use um, raw materials that can be used for food production to produce of uh, materials for furniture, let's say. So we are using in Ligno MBB project only wood no wheat, no oat, and moreover we are using recycled wood uh, because we have hypothesis that uh, through this enzymatic activity of mycelia some contaminants that are presented in the recycled wood can be partly decomposed. Of course there are not so much contaminants in recycled wood but there are some and we are able to measure it. So our hypothesis is as I mentioned, that uh, fungi will help us to produce new material and uh, decontaminate it uh, partly. And uh, research ob objectives, the first research objective is to identify effect of fungal species on physical and mechanical properties. I will show later which fungi species we are using and also we are optimizing parameters uh, during this production process. Let's go to the methodology. Uh, so recycled wood is our input material. We need to disintegrate it and also 
um, higher the moisture content. We found out that optimal moisture content for this purpose is 60%. Then it's necessary to sterilize it uh, because uh, we don't want another fungi to grow there. We want only the one selected fungi to create the mycelia. When the substrate is uh, hydrated and sterilized, we can inoculate it with inoculum and uh, leave it grow in growing chamber. Uh, on the picture, you can see uh, the substrate uh, that is inoculated after two days. There are all, already some white spots from which the mycelia is growing. And the last picture, uh, you can see fully colonized substrate. It worth it to, to mix the substrate during the grow growing phase because then it's faster and the mycelia is stronger. When the substrate is fully colonized, uh, we manually shred it, it and put uh, the substrate in forms. We cut uh, uh, such, uh, such cubic, cubic forms that are intended for production of samples uh, for testing. Of course, there, there is also another approach. You can produce board uh, and uh, then cut it and so on. Uh, but uh, since we are producing uh, composite materials with low density and with big particles, <laughs> Then there can be uh, some obstacles with cutting such a material. So it's worth it to do it in this way, in forms. And also it corresponds to products that are on the market because they are produced in forms. They are not cut from boards. What fungal species we are using? We are using uh, fungi that you can find in our forests. Uh, two kinds of Ganoderma, Ganoderma lucidum and Ganoderma lynchi. Maybe you know it under the name Reishi because it's medicinal fungi. And uh, the third is Pleurotus ostreatus, which is uh, oyster mush mush mushroom. Uh, you can buy it normally in Lidl and so on. Uh, of course, we are not producing such uh, fruiting bodies. Uh, mycelia is enough for us. And then we stop the growing process. What about the characteristics that we are observing? Uh, to evaluate uh, how fast the mycelia is uh, colonizing the substrate, we are measuring growth rate. It's, um, this experiment is based um, on that you, are, uh, you have to put uh, your substrate in these glass tubes, put uh, four grams of inoculum on the top, and uh, leave it grow in growing chamber for one month. Every third day, you need to mark the current position of mycelia, and then after the end, you just uh, measure the distance between the lines and calculate the growth rate. From the mechanical properties, we selected uh, internal bonding because it's characterized pretty well the connection between particles and uh, mycelium. And we also measured 24-hour uh, water uptake when the samples were fully immersed for 24 hours in water. Let's go to the results. Um, you can see uh, that uh, Pleurotus ostreatus and uh, Ganoderma lynchi were the fastest, uh, fastest fungi. 
uh, these differences between them are not statistically significant. And uh, the slowest one was Ganoderma lucidum. However, uh, this slower growth rate uh, did not negatively affect its properties. I will uh, show later. Yes, uh, the faster fungus um, reached almost a growth rate of five millimeters per day, which is uh, comparable uh, to literature. And um, we also observed that uh, the fungi were growing, um, uh, uh, the growth rate was same on the recycled wood as well as on virgin wood. When the recycled wood was industrially collected. Uh, however, when we artificially higher the content of contaminants in the recycled wood, for instance, formaldehyde, then of course it was a problem for mycelia to colonize the highly contaminated um, substrate, but not in the case of uh, uh, industrially collected recycled wood because um, it's uh, homogenized uh, pretty good. Uh, what about internal bonding? Uh, the best uh, values were reached by Ganoderma lynchi. However, these properties are overall pretty low. Partly it's because of the low density, of course, and also we did not optimize this uh, characteristic. Uh, the growing stage in total was uh, 22 days for these samples, uh, but uh, it can uh, be growing for 40 or more days and then of course this characteristic will be uh, even better. Uh, same for water uptake uh, uh, in the case that uh, the growing phase is uh, uh, longer than uh, water uptake is better. Uh, Pleurotus ostratus reached uh, the worst uh, values. Uh, the water uptake was really high, but we observed one interesting phenomenon here. In the case that uh, fungus was able to create so-called um, fungal skin on the, on, the, um, on the surface of the sample, then uh, the water uptake was better. So uh, there is a question how to uh, ensure that there will be fungal skin. If you take your sample from the farm and leave it grow for, let's say, an additional one week without farm, it will produce fungal skin on the surface. But we didn't incorporate this additional growing phase. Uh, but both species of Ganoderma were able to produce thin <coughs> fungal skin also in the form. Pleurotus ostratus was not able to do this. To conclude, uh, we can say that uh, all used fungal species were able to colonize substrate for, uh, from recycled wood particles that um, I have to mention that uh, it was industrially collected. Uh, during these first experiments, uh, we um, selected a short growing phase. So in the future, uh, we, uh, we know that uh, we have to prolong this period. Uh, both species of uh, Ganoderma were able to form fung fungal skin even in the, um, in the form. And because of its um, low density, uh, these materials can be considered for utilization for heat insulation properties. 
and uh, we will further optimize it. Mainly, we are going to optimize uh, composition of substrate. Uh, we are going to, to use residues from woodworking industry. Uh, well, I think that uh, there are some weak places in uh, this production process of these materials that can be strengthened. And uh, once it will be done, I really assume that uh, we, will, uh, we will find these materials in interiors, like uh, furniture, more often. But uh, we need to work on its uh, properties, like uh, for, for instance, um, these, these uh, methods that I have suggested. Yeah. This was from me and now is following quite ambitious study that is focused on transparent coating systems used in exterior. And moreover, these transparent coatings are applied on oak wood. So first one, we are focusing on the oak, uh, of the oak wood because in the exteriors, as you already know, it's, it's important to choose the right species uh, and we choose the oak because of its structure, of its parameters, but also uh, because of its aesthetic. As you already know, there are pores and tails uh, and some extracts in it that increase the durability of this species in the exterior, but unfortunately because of the atmospheric uh, effects, uh, as it's rain, uh, sun, etc., uh, decreased its uh, durability through the time. So that was the main point that we were trying to achieve, uh, the focus uh, to improve this, uh, these elements. So the objective were uh, trying to improve the coating system so we could keep the natural look of this oak uh, species as much longer as possible, because through the time, you know, because of these effects, um, the color and also the look of these of this elements in exterior uh, changes. So we made some hypothesis. Main was like that if we seal the pores, we can keep the the, the, the parameters of the wood inside and increase its own uh, look and design. Well, we made like uh, three different kinds of sample. One was with the sealed pores and also with some, some coating layers. The other one was just the coating layers without the sealed pores. And uh, the last one was just the natural look of this, of this wood. We also made this procedure by, by the European standards. So we determined the changes and also the effects of, of, of implementation of our, our thesis into, into the research. So basically, as you can see uh, in this table, we were able to improve uh, the effect of the coating systems if we seal the boards. But unfortunately, it's just now for the short period of time. Uh, we can keep it like for one year before uh, it already changes its own look. So we are now trying to focus on improving this method so it will keep much longer than just one year. And we are focusing on different, uh, different options how we could seal, seal the pores. Now we are just focusing on the epoxy design for that, for that method. Yeah, thank you for that question. We are now focusing on different uh, species of, of oak. Also, we are focusing on different types of hardwood and we try to improve just, uh, just those things so we could keep uh, the natural of different species much longer. 
when we are trying to use different methods, but now we are just with the uh, with this epoxy resin and trying to implicate in different species. So we hope so.